Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, Episode 50, State of Affairs, Quarter 1, 2022, with your hosts, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. So here we are yet again. Word. Here to talk about all things now. Yeah? A fairy and statey. <laughs> A fairy and state-like and such. So what is going on in the world, gentlemen? I know we all ask ourselves that at some point or another every other day. COVID's still here. What? <laughs> it's, it, the, the two weeks are almost up. Are we still talking? Yeah. Are we still flattening the curve? We could wow. probably we could air the same episode at any point in the last two years, and people might not even be able to tell <laughs> yeah, where we are at what point in, in this last two since twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's funny, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. So. What are we hearing? I hear some places are getting ma- mandates lifted. I hear other places are, I think, what, Austria made it mandatory to vaccinate adults now at this point? I mean, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. So what, what happened in the UK, Frank? I know you were just mentioning uh, it. Prime Minister of the UK said, that's it, we're done with the mandates. In other words, this party went long enough there, at mm-hmm, least. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's a big push here in the US for it. Um, Australia locked down again. Austria locked down. Aust- Aust- okay, Australia. Yeah, okay. there's still some places. Um, but it, it there's more pressure now, specifically here in the US, um, for some of these mandates to go away for um, our political leaders to, and I say leaders, <laughs> tongue in cheek, um, to, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> some of Spell these, it out for them. Yeah. Some of these people should not be in office. Oh. Like it's, it's just insane how they got there. I don't know why they're still there. I don't know why we allow them to be there as a collective group. I don't, we don't know. know. Yeah, it's just tell, ridiculous. Tell, tell me what you really feel, Frank. Don't, yeah, it's, <laughs> don't hold back. It's just crazy. Um, federal judges have blocked certain mandates. Um, so now a state and federal okay, judges right. have blocked I, mandates. So I now you hear that. So for what was it? Was it? Government official, government jobs or whatnot, the the the, the mandates were blocked. Federal employees can federal still employees. Okay. federal employees can can still be mandated to have uh, tests and vaccines. Private mm-hmm. companies cannot. Um, again, that that goes against everything we built with OSHA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not allowed to have your you know your health records, and then with with Obamacare with the Affordable Care Act. Um, it was kind of like, hey, whatever your pre-existing conditions, conditions are, we don't need to know that and should not affect your future health care. Well, the way they're trying to run COVID is, you know, is hypocritical to all those rules and regulations. Um, so they block those. Uh, so that's the big stuff with COVID. Um, that and, I mean, are we still wearing masks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what state you're in, you're still wearing masks? <laughs> uh, I mean... I know some people wear masks and, and whatnot, depending, especially what's line of service or, you know, if you're in the, if you're in hospitality, maybe even food, you know, they yeah. are, uh, specifically, which makes sense. Um, I mean, but in other places, I know some people that normally do or don't might do so being courteous. I mean, I've seen people not wear masks and then get like in an elevator with a bunch of people and then put it on there, which, you know what I mean? Out of courtesy and respect for other people and things of that nature. But I mean, this is Florida specifically. So, um, I think honestly, since December where I had seen it a lot more loose, meaning a lot less people wearing masks. I think when the whole Omicron thing came on, obviously since it was like a carpet bomb, like everyone got COVID in December mm-hmm. in general, a, a lot larger amounts of people that I had known previously, at least in my circle, were getting it. Um, I did see a few, I did see more masks start to come out in those last weeks of uh, December uh, and these first weeks of January to be specific, to be honest. 
But as far as other states and, and whatnot, I'm not sure on all the mask mandates. Yeah. I heard the government's shipping them out now. You know, uh, so very timely for masks per per household. Well, that, that'll that, come in handy. That's that's where I go back to this leadership <laughs> thing. Um, last year, the federal government spent five hundred billion <laughs> billion billion on tests and masks of your tax money. Um, so just l- let that sink in for a moment. Okay, <laughs> and so this year they're trying to double down with that again. That they need to spend more of our federal tax um, in order to provide these things. I, I don't think so. I think they should be right. state. If they should be county money, I don't think the federal government, which is already in debt, needs to be passing out masks and COVID tests. Right. Um, so exactly. So as of what uh, within the last two weeks, it's you guys are going to be able to order free, uh, free of charge. No, it's not free. It's tax paid. Correct. <laughs> There's nothing free. Masks, there's nothing and free. then of course, then there's four. You can order four COVID rapid tests per household or whatnot, and that's in conjunction with what the USPS is grouping up that's to, to send those being, out. That's still being debated, um, because the pricing on on some of these and 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 like everything, right? The government doesn't actually make these things; they purchase them. So there's bids and stuff like that. Mm. Um, right now they're looking at about a hundred and thirty dollars a test. So there's 300 million people in the United States. You do the math at $130 a test. We know how many billions more that's going to be. Yeah, plastic housing and that little strip that's going to change the color. Mm -hmm. Definitely worth worth 100 bucks. Wow. Interesting. I I think the biggest blow has been that, um, you know, the Supreme Court vote. It was six to three, so it was significant. And although there for those who didn't hear, what is the six three vote? Just uh, okay. So Supreme Court uh, blocked the Biden administration from enforcing vaccine or testing mandate for large employers. Uh-huh. That's a go. huge blow, key yeah. element of the White House plan to address the pandemic. That was their their thoughts. Um, they did give the president a small win uh, in the in the way that a more limited mandate requiring healthcare workers who receive federal funding Mm -hmm. uh they can still obviously uh uh, be required to be vaccinated but the vote in the employer case was very clear six to three uh with the liberal justices obviously in dissent yep yeah and 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 the first place you saw that believe it or not was starbucks starbucks was the first company as soon as that came out that exact same day they lifted their mandates for the entire country Mm -hmm. um so that's a huge employer you know worldwide but that's a huge you know here in the united states well it's impacting it's impacting uh starbucks it's impacting some other airlines franchises across uh with respect to their ability to retain employees or to even hire new employees yeah I was uh, given some information that suggested that, uh, you know, companies like Starbucks and some others were going to have to reduce uh, their operating hours mm-hmm. uh, because of, you know, limited supply, all the supply chain issues. So there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of uncertainty, if you will, uh, in yeah. America. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of things going, going in that route, for sure. Um, so what else? So that's that's some COVID and that's the business, right? Um, what else? I mean, did we have anything else? I think we had mentioned. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it all correlates. I think in some way or another. But we had mentioned what uh, some inflation talks there. Well, it's definitely on the rise. <laughs> I think Frank can address this better than I can. But I know the index is it's seven percent over the past year, higher since 1982. Mm. 
Yeah, so on, on the inflation side, um, and, and we like to do year over year, right? And like any good business, you want to do year over year. Um, so December 2020 versus December 2021, um, gas has shot up 50% exactly. Woo. That's crazy. Yikes. Uh, your energy bill, right? So has gone up 29.3%. So we're supposed to be doing this new green deal and I quote unquote again, um, and, and all this wow. new green solar panel stuff and all of that. Um, but your energy has actually gone up 30%. Um, fuel oil has gone up 41%, which is different than the gas in the car. Um, used cars and trucks, so used vehicles have gone up a 37.3%. Um, food and any hospitality has gone up 7%. Um, clothing and any shelf item has gone up 6%. Um, and transportation services, even though that's mostly governmental, even they've had to go up and cost 4.8%. Um, so what does that tell you? Your normal rate of inflation is somewhere between, you know, 3 to 5%. Like, and, and that's high already. That's yeah. hard. Um, mm. Because you want your money to be at 5%, like most retirement and, and most businesses at a 5% clip. Mm-hmm. So 3 is already mm-hmm. high. So if you're talking 7%, that's just crazy. No, man. It's, it's magical, actually. Crazy and magical. And, and for those of you who may not be aware, uh, inflation, you know, is caused by consumers buying lots of goods and services and the supply being limited, which is what we're seeing across America. Supply networks are seen becoming somewhat more orderly. There, there's some expectation that this 7% rate can go down to 3 uh, But really, it just depends upon what the government does. You know, you've got the feds, they're going to do something with their interest rates and the markets. I was, uh, uh, one, one of the, um, interesting pieces of information that I received, uh, from one of the businesses, um, in my network, uh, particularly in the mortgage industry is that as of April the 1st, they're going to raise the rates for second home buyers. Hmm. Um, and and their reasoning, and Frank, you can elaborate on this. Their reasoning is that there's a lot of people who are buying homes, calling them second homes, and then making businesses out of them. For example, Airbnbs and that sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, what's happening now, and, and, and this will lead great into, you know, something else we need to cover. Um, the Federal Reserve, at least in the United States, the Federal Reserve came out a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, um, our balance sheet is too heavy. What does that mean, right? For anybody who doesn't own a business or doesn't understand financials. Um, that means you have a lot of cash somewhere. You just don't have it yourself. Mm. So the balance sheet tells you what you owe and what you actually, what's owed to you and what right. you owe to others. So what did the government say? Hey, we need to start collecting on some of this money that we've given out. Um, all these PPP loans and all yeah. these EDLI loans and all this COVID testing stimulus packages and all this help to other countries and help to other you know organizations and states. Um, the federal government said we need to collect some of that money back. Now, they just can't go in there and start raising taxes. That has to go through Senate approval, states, all those kind of stuff. But what they can do is they said our interest rate is going to go up on all these loans because right. they do have the right to do that. So instead of 3%, they're not going four, five, six, so three points. Where are you seeing that? If you were to buy a house two months ago, you would be somewhere in the 3.5%. Mm-hmm. If you would have been at the early of last year, you would have been at 3%. If you go buy a house today, you're at 3.99, pushing four, mm-hmm. and that's going to continue to go up. Yep. Why? What does that do? Well, 
that forces banks, lenders, that forces all these people that collect money for the government to collect more of it. And then they're going to be able to sp- spend it back into the Fed. Um, where do you see, well, how does that really impact me? Well, you'll see it in the markets, right? Um, stock market's a luxury. Not mm-hmm. everybody has money to grab a thousand bucks, put it in a stock, whether it's Amazon, Tesla, whatever it is, Apple. They don't have that kind of money. So it's a luxury. So you'll see people pulling money out of that. You'll see more people, investors saying, no, cash is king at this point because your cash is worth more because of the interest rate. Uh, and then the last place you're really going to see it. Well, the first place for all of us, but the, 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 the one that takes the biggest hit, um, luxuries like crypto, like the crypto market's ridiculously low. Uh, and that just continues to go down and down and down every single day. Well, why? Again, it's a luxury. So if all these countries are doing it, and by the way, you can look at it, right? So the only one that was up last week at any point uh, was the Chinese stock market, and it was 30 points. Normally, that goes up 100 points a week. It was 30 points. Everything else was in the red. The Australian market was low. Japan was low. U.S. was low. Canada, Canada the Canadian market Canada. was low. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was triple figures 100 300 points down why because all these governments are saying give me back my money (laughs) so how does that affect you you need to have cash if you have any stocks any investments any crypto a whole you know like they say in the industry hot man hold on for dear life because that's gonna continue to go down um if you want to pump more money in that's all you but right now cash is king and that's going to continue and in march they're plan on hitting that four and change five percent interest rate on prime so mm-hmm. um you, you definitely want to have as much cash as you can right now if you need to make big purchases do them now before the interest rates go up yeah so the economy should get better. Inflation should should um, obviously decline. Uh, you know, COVID led a lot of people to spend less money on services, the travel, the entertainment, and they spent more on merchandise, computers, and sofas, <laughs> and home offices, yeah. right? But what it did as a result was it put an enormous strain on the economy. And the ability to make stuff move around, you know, the supply yeah. chain. So that's why we're experiencing this. So that the expectation is as the year moves through, you know, later on, we should see uh, better light. Yeah. We should. Um, I, I, me personally, my biggest fear is just the supply chain stuff, right? Uh, like that's a big thing. Um, so if you have interest rates going up and now with this whole Russia, Ukraine thing, right? Wow, well, that doesn't affect us. That's out there. No, it does affect you. Russia's the second largest oil provider in the world. And they move more through Ukraine than any other country in Europe. So what does that mean? Um, if Russia starts, you know, saying, no, no, we're not going to send out as much oil. And then everybody starts buying from us. Guess what happens to oil prices here? They're going to go up. Um, so there's a lot of things worldwide that can affect how our day to day is handled, how we handle our day to day activities. So now it might go up right now. We're at the, the, the Supreme, right? You're at 389 here in Florida and, and we're a good state with that. Um, you might see it up at four bucks. I mean, every time you go fill up your cars, a hundred bucks, man, mm. like, that's crazy. That, mm-hmm. that, that affects a lot of people. Yeah, you gotta make sure you got that that Sam's or that BJ's card, man. <laughs> and even then, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, it is still going up. Um, but as you talk about the rates, I mean, the same things happening with real, same thing is with real estate. Now they're realizing, specifically Florida, there's still a lot of people flocking over here because they like uh, they like they like our lay of the land, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I mean, even in my own in my own area, which I have a new construction home in the last year, the neighborhoods around mine are just popping up and selling out. 
as people are still coming over here and flocking down here now, although the interest rates are going up, these homes are still... It's still a seller's market, for sure. Absolutely a seller's market. And, um, I mean, from most of these... Most of these new developments I hear that it's, it's it's um what is they're ta- they're taking bids for the for the for new construction which was unheard of before it was just like correct homes from the three eighties or whatever the price was and you just come in put the money down and then you know pick your lot and do your thing. What's interesting is is the rental market as well is it's it's expensive, uh you know the monthly rental uh, amounts have increased tremendously you know here in Miami. Oh yeah, you used to pay maybe twelve hundred dollars. A month for a two-two, it exceeds fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars now. Yeah, the reason for that is because you have so many people flocking in from out of states. Um, right. So now I'll give you an example. California has uh, something on the table right now where they're going to increase their state income tax, and they're going to increase it by almost double. So all these people from California, hey, check out the news. We're out. You want to laugh? U-Haul ran out of vehicles in oh, California. I did hear that? Yes. <laughs> That's how many people who left the state of California in January that U-Haul in the entire state sold out. Right. And they didn't have any trucks in state, meaning people were grabbing these trucks to right. go out of Cro- state. Crossing mm-hmm. state lines. <laughs> crossing and state lines. Not returning them. Yeah. They're, they're good. So, when, so, so what happens? You have all these people used to all these crazy tax. They come here um, and then they start... You know, hey, no, I'm going to overpay in Florida. Well, what happens to people that have lived here like us all our lives? You know, it, it raises rent. Yeah. Um, I mean, so you're seeing yeah. some of that. And not even that. As the property, as, as people are fighting to buy these properties, what's happening, you know, even if it's a new investor, you know, even if it's someone or not new, let's say buying newer properties in Florida and they've been investing here for years, if the value of the home costs more, then it costs more for them. You know, if they want to make profit off of a, a home that they're going to rent out, higher, higher costs to buy the home, higher rent costs. And what happens to the rental properties around? Well, they're like, wait a minute, these things are starting to rent for this price. Correct. Five, $600 more. Oh, I'm raising mine five, 600 bucks to match what the neighbors are doing. Correct. So that's exactly what's happening too. Everyone's raising the rates, even though they got some fantastic rates, however long ago, but they're, Hey, with these properties are going for this much, I'm raising the rent on you too. So everyone's just meeting it up, meeting it up at the top to get the maximum dollar. Correct. And and that's when you realize how good a government is actually going. Government's not there to control the players. Government's there just to control the rules and make sure it's an, e- a, an even playing field. Right. right? Um, and that's why I say that uh, this administration and the way this thing's been going for the last couple of years has not been working because you're not seeing any of that. It's all control companies, control mandates, control this. But the game itself is a mess, right? Interest rates are all over the place. Money's being printed left and right. Um, it's just a nightmare right now and for even anybody. In the, even in the Russian-Ukrainian uh, affair, right? The leadership of the government, and again, we're not taking sides. We're just saying there's an impact beyond the political. Leave the politics out. Mm-hmm. Leadership is leadership. Correct. And... When you are a leader, you've got to be certain. You've got to know who you are. You've got to know what to do. Because this impact in Ukraine can affect grain, can affect wheat, can affect gas. Any interruption to the flow of grain out of the Black Sea region is going to create a high impact on prices and add further fuel to the food inflation. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. And governments usually create wars to stimulate 
the economy um that and, and that's a known fact that's not a conspiracy theory why because uh the government has to produce more you know tanks airplanes there's labor right there, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things shipping um so it, it it pumps money back in and that's one of the way it does it um this wouldn't be one of those moments no. this would not be one of those moments because again there, there's supply chain issues uh that there's money that they need to collect not pump out this would be one of those moments where you don't want that to happen i mean just think about it logically look at the region you've got the four major exporters ukraine russia kazakhstan and romania ship grain from ports in the black sea any military conflict is going to disrupt the chain and ukraine is projected to be the world's third largest exporter of corn Mm -hmm. by this year and and the fourth largest exporter of wheat according to the international grains council russia is the world's top wheat exporter so There are some ramifications. There are some serious considerations here. And leadership needs to get involved, be decisive, and take a role and not just laugh things off. Correct. Mm. I mean, that's another thing to shift as well. I mean, as as we've gone uh, and starting to see people become more vocal from all aspects. Um, I mean, I think it was pretty surprising. I think Frank showed me the cover of Time magazine. Uh, It's an illustration of Biden in the office with, uh, with some rain clouds and some... Uh, <laughs> interest, interesting imagery that wasn't that hasn't been tote or, or pushed on at all yet. But now it seems like the floodgates are open to you know not even oppose President Biden, but mm-hmm. just speak not in the best way towards it. Does that make sense? Like, how can I say that? Just media has finally allowed the the, the wheel to turn where it can say. Hey, we don't agree with what this guy's saying. What's what's exactly is going on here? Well, which- here's 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 the way I, I see it. You know, and again, we're talking about leadership. Mm-hmm. When individuals from a particular party or a particular side of the media start feeling the impact in their wallet, mm. the tide is definitely going to turn, because what has been said before the administration came in is actually unraveling right now. It's happening. We're seeing it. We're seeing the inflation. We're seeing the lack of leadership. We're seeing, uh, you know, where the prices of real estate, gas, the shortages of, of supplies, of food, that, that's, that's a fact. You, you know, there, there's, you, know you, don't, you can't make that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, and it, and and <laughs> I like to remind you, gentlemen, that we are also part of the media. So <laughs> yes, we yes right. we just, are. Just, just, just. Um, but yeah, it, it it's crazy the way that has a way of of turning things right. It, it, it and I don't mean like oh, flip flop. We're going to show you a different image. No, um, but the media controls a lot of the way we do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and in turn, this is one of those moments where you see the people kind of fighting back, like the Netflix. Netflix stock dropped. Like Netflix has no idea what to do at this point. They're at a point. Why? Because when did that happen? Oh, that happened this week. The, this, well, they the, also raised the rates. So. Well, they, they not only did they raise rate, but they were putting out a lot of one sided content with specific, oh, you know, right. actors and, and, and people like, okay, thank you. you. You've pushed this long enough. You're not listening to us. We'll just put it back. Um, and Netflix had the largest drop in subscription. The first time ever they have year over year losses. Um, one, two. And then this is the largest drop in subscription 
any month or any year they've ever had as a company. Um, so yeah. it, it, it's kind of funny the way you like have to put things in perspective. Same thing with Time Magazine. Go back Time Magazine one year from now, and it was hey the cover was one thing. It was hey no we're, we're it's it's because of these issues. Um, and now fast forward. 365 days and time is completely did a 180 on it right um so it's funny like and and the thing is we don't hold media accountable well where was all this information a year ago right like we just wasted a year listening to these so-called experts on on these media platforms um except here right here we're legit we know what we're doing uh, <laughs> and then and, and, hey and and it just led us down the wrong path on a lot of subjects uh including covid like we started we'll, we'll come back to it like the I cdc mean, now it's five it, days exactly yeah it was I mean, two weeks take it to two years and now it's five days right. you can I go mean, out again here's my here's my here's my let's go let's go in here's my favorite part about this let's follow the science okay we're following the science cool how many of you that follow the science are literally in laboratories examining data Nobody. You're listening to the media saying we're following the science and therefore you're repeating the same thing. No, see, I'm following the science, so I'm doing this or that. Whatever it is. I'm not judging anyone or, or you know, whether you wear masks, don't wear masks, get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. What science are you following when you're just listening to the news like everyone else? I have no idea. If you want to follow the science, that means you're reading third-party, peer-reviewed scientific journals. I'm sure you're not in a lab right next to somebody, you know, pulling stuff out the Petri dish, writing numbers down like, you know, like you are with your third-grade kids doing their science experiments. If you're doing that in a lab somewhere, then cool. Then we'll follow your science. But for the most part, people are just repeating the words, I believe in science, which data is information. How it's used is beyond this world ridiculous i think statistics and and data get smeared for whatever for for whoever's telling the narrative like let's be clear about that and so we know that but as much as we'd like to i mean just i mean come on whatever aspect you've been on the whatever thought side belief you've had it's just there's there there's things are being spun to make you believe this way or that it's all dichotomous thinking believe us or believe them or if it's not and if you don't then it's you versus us it's it's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated that you know i'm getting hot (laughs) somebody bail me out so (laughs) so i'll give you two things one it's i'll try to pull it back (laughs) coach Mars heated there my ears Um, are red my ears are red so one of the things is again and we've spoken about it before on the podcast the difference between education and information right a lot of people are informed but they're not educated Mm. and 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 what ends up happening is you we we sit here and then we get our in our our education quote unquote right now it's not education it's information we get it from cnn and fox and then we sit there like no these guys are incredible well then why are we talking about them um and then we'll also do nah, but like where do we get most of our stuff from social media right right? again media and it's and it's and it's a watered down version because it's somebody's post of somebody's post of somebody's 30 second clip that was which knows which side you like to based off the articles you read so it shoves you more of what you already like because it knows that to keep you on the platform correct and then and then we have our own perception our own prism in which we funnel that and filter that through i'll give you guys a funny story to break off a little bit of the tension in the room with coach mario because he looks like he's about to punch (laughs) someone i got it I, 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 and you know who you are because I know you listen to it. I'm not going to say my name, but I got, I got, you know, I got a phone call the other day. Frank, is it true that if I buy, you know, this type of vehicle, I can claim it on my taxes because it's above 6,000 pounds? Stop. No, like that's, yes, that rule exists. But if you qualify for it, 
Oh no, I'm gonna go buy the car now. Okay, yeah, go buy the car. We're not gonna put it on the tax return. Like you don't, you don't make enough money to qualify for that. Like, like so, we <laughs> grab these things and we see like these little thirty second snippets of what we want it to be, yeah. and then we just spew it out into the world and we say it to ten people like if it's the right thing. It, it's not right. Yeah. The other day I was at the gym. I'm on the stairmaster's ladies next to me. She goes, "Oh, I miss the gym so much." And I'm like, "Yeah." And I, and I looked at her kind of like. I mean, I've been coming for two years. Like, what? <laughs> like, I was coming even during, like, we were supposed to be quarantined. Like, and she's like, she's like, yeah, I know. And I just love it. I love this machine, the Stairmaster, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I was just terrified of going outside and having, like, COVID droplets, like, fall on me. Like, they made it seem like oh the goodness. rain. Like, it was just COVID was going to rain down upon wow, us and get us man. sick. She's like, I got tired of it. I gained so much weight. Like, I was unhealthy and I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, to hell with this. If I get it, I get it. I've been coming to the, and she's just going off. Clearly. And I'm there, like, sweating, breathing, like, yeah. She's <laughs> but that that just goes to show you how our perception of things perception make, is projection correct and, and we share that with those around us and as has already been brought to light if you listen to one broadcast yeah. you get that opinion and you typically hear that individual parrot the same information and that's because they've decided that's their focus where focus goes, energy follows right behind it. Yep. And then you obviously take action yep. and the behaviors yep. that follow that. And so when we're talking about fact-finding, science, research, okay, it has to be unfiltered. It has to be, you know, very thorough. There are third-party journals. You know, the other day I was asked by someone with respect to a specific treatment. Uh, for COVID from a oriental medicine perspective. And I went into the database and found a 2019 study from China of a particular herb that was being used for individuals that suffered from, uh, you know, acute lung disorder and cough and extra phlegm and that sort of thing to wipe that out in three days. They've been using that in China since 2019, my friends. Uh, not here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. yeah. 2022. And so, again, it all depends. I-A-D. Yeah. I mean, you can talk to anybody. But I mean, in any subject, anything that gets spoken about, I mean, you can even go even down to religion, right? Even someone who believes in nothing will go, well, the Bible does say an eye for an eye. And like, wow, wow. And then you talk to someone else. No, no, but God also said you had you turn the other cheek. It all depends what side of the equation they're on. Well, we call that pretext, right? Mm -hmm. We take a specific piece of information and use it as a pretext to substantiate our position, our posture. People are posturing all day long since the beginning of time. Thank you for listening. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Life Podcast, Twitter at Strategic Life PC, our website strategiclifepodcast.com, or email us at action at strategiclifepodcast.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and for business solutions with music provided by Gorilla Tech.